The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Well, good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to the Press Pass Podcast. This is Ross Foreman, and let's welcome in Josh Matthews. Josh, how you doing today? Well, Ross, I'm uh, I'm thrilled. I mean, Press Pass is back. So many rumors about the future of Press Pass and what was going to happen, and, and and we're back. We're back with literally our biggest guest ever. Yeah, how about that? One of the newest signees of Impact Wrestling, AC Romero. I forget how we do this, Ross. Do I get through some stuff first, or do we just welcome AC in? I mean, you tell me, buddy. It's your show. All righty. Well, let's, uh, before we bring in AC, hopefully he can uh, be patient for a minute or two. Uh, I know you always have some of the greatest hot news updates possible, so I'll give you the floor for a minute or two and bring us up to speed what's going on. Yeah, AC is new, so, so he'll wait patiently and he'll be happy about it, right? Like, and then after like five or six months of being on the roster, then he'll be texting us feverishly that he's just waiting to talk, right? That's how it goes? Basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give him your direct number, too. <laughs> uh, he's got my number. We do appreciate AC Romero, and I know that everyone's waiting to talk to, to the big man, And uh, but let's just get through some stuff real quickly. Um, hard to Kill, live January 12th, pay-per-view, Dallas, Texas, the Bomb Factory location. Uh, tickets went on sale last week. Titanium packages on the 15th of, la- of, of last week, and uh, those sold out, which is awesome. Totally done with our titanium packages. Uh, front row seats also sold out. So now we are on to the Golden Circle and then the general admission. And from what I understand about the bomb factory, the general admission, the balcony area is really cool. So, uh, you know, if you're on the fence, get your tickets, join us, see everyone in Dallas uh, going backwards. Then Saturday, um, we're going to do something. <laughs> uh, the details of that are being worked out as we speak. Friday is uh, Bash of the Brewery Part 2 in association with RCW. Uh, we had a great time with them last year and uh, are very excited to partner with RCW again for Bash at the Brewery 2 on Impact Plus on January 10th. And Josh, you can confirm uh, Bash at the Brewery 2, do we have a, a temperature in that facility? Can you confirm? I don't know. I don't think it'll be as hot as it was last year. Um, I'm just hoping it's not super cold. Uh, hopefully, we get a good temperature in, in, at the Freetail Brewery. But we're excited uh, regardless for, for that show um, in San Antonio. And uh, we just announced uh, today and yesterday our February specials. So February 21st will be on Twitch. That show's called Outbreak. Uh, more details of that um, in the coming weeks. And then February 22nd, we're back at the Davis Arena on Impact Plus for Sacrifice uh, in Louisville. So uh, tickets will be available for that soon, too. So we'll just keep everyone updated on social media and impactwrestling.com. And then, of course, next week, the week of Thanksgiving, we have a huge show, IPWF. This is a show that we're super excited about. Uh, A throwback show, 1983, uh, throwback throwdown, IPWF in Canada, so much fun producing this show. I think everyone's starting to kind of see what we did and what the show looks like. And, and it's just, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of great matches. Um, uh, our cast and crew will uh, take on different personas. The main event is Julian Cumberbund with Sonny Sanders defending the international Commonwealth television championship against downtown daddy Brown. 
played by Willie Mack. And uh, it's just going to be a, a lot of fun. Uh, I saw the screener. I think members of, uh, of uh, uh, certain members of the press are going to get an opportunity to see the screener. And it's just going to be, uh, you know, a lot of fun for everybody. So that's, that's kind of the update, Russ. That's where we are with everything. Do you have any favorites from the um, IPWF? Well, I, I mean, Jazzy Fitbody has got to be my favorite, right? I mean, played by five-time knockouts champion Madison Rain. I don't think I, I get to have much of a choice in, in that matter. I, I love uh, Don Callis uh, as Sexton Hardcastle. Uh, Scott Demore as uh, Giuseppe Scavelli. He's the promoter. I play his son, uh, Giuseppe Jr. So just, um, I mean, a lot of thought went into this. So much effort from our amazing creative team. And uh, the execution from the talent is, uh, is just uh, second to none. All right. Well, I, I will agree with you on uh, Miss Jazzy. She is uh, what a great look for her. Uh, uh, there's a lot of fun characters. Excessive force is, is pretty entertaining. And, of course, the hard workers who they're, they're going against, uh, Oates and Hall. It's going to be a lot of fun. going to be a lot of fun. Hope everyone joins us uh, Tuesday on Access TV. All righty. Well, with that, we will segue into our uh, special guest. Uh, let's welcome on a 401-pounder from, uh, I don't know exactly where his city is, and uh, I believe it's Sacco, and I po- apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. Sacco, Maine, uh, AC Romero. AC, baby, how's it going? What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Welcome. But first, let me just ask you, where, where in Maine exactly are you? Saco, Southern Maine. Southern Maine, all righty. Yep. Well, welcome to, uh, welcome to Impact. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. What a, uh, what a night, Bound for Glory in Chicago, October 20th. Walk us through that night, your emotions, and then uh, the, the big match. Man, that day, uh, <laughs> just full of stress and anxiety. Uh, <laughs> I, it should have been a day of, like, excitement uh but i I was really uh stressed out all day long afterwards i was feeling the excitement and i was proud uh to to be a part of the uh the event but yeah it was a fun day overall but there was a lot of pressure uh and you know i (laughs) as you saw in the match i took a big fall so it was uh, pretty crazy are you it's josh matthew sorry russ uh just uh uh, Ross brought up Out for Glory and how amazing that was, but the, the, your impact story really started on, on Saturday um, when you got your mm-hmm. contract offered to you publicly in the ring, live on Twitch. <laughs> uh, kind of talk us through that a little bit. You got very emotional on that night, uh, rightfully so. Uh, what were you thinking when that happened? Uh, I was very pleasantly surprised, uh, humble. Uh, Chicago has been a great, great town for me. The fans there really treat me, you know, like gold. Um, so to get offered a contract with a company like Impact Wrestling in Chicago um, by the boss, the big boss, it was uh, very uh, – the words can't really explain how, how, how I was truly feeling. Uh, but I'm so thankful. That's awesome. It was, it was a great night for everybody, a feel-good night, and uh, super happy for you. And, Thank uh, you. I can't wait to see what's coming up for you. I know you've got a match with Moose in the near future uh, on Impact that everyone can stay tuned uh, for coming up on Access TV and yes. uh, kind of hit the ground running. Absolutely, yep. Rosh, you want to get to the media? Unless sure. you have anything else? 
No, we will open up uh, media for a question for AC Romero and maybe even a question for Josh. Uh, media, if you identify yourself, your media outlet, and uh, we will go from there. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Uh, so you've already been had some great matches with the likes of Darby Allen and Sammy Callahan. Is there anyone mm-hmm. in particular on the Impact roster you're hoping to get in the ring with? Uh, man, I'm a big guy, so I'd love to toss it up with Michael Elgin uh, for sure. And also, I want to get in the ring with Eddie Edwards. I've uh, wrestled Elgin before in the past, but I've never wrestled Eddie Edwards. And uh, he's from New England, so I've always wanted to get in the ring with him. So... Uh, those guys are the top two for sure. Very nice. Hey, hey, see? What's going on? My name is Stephanie from Steel Chair Magazine, United Kingdom. Uh, welcome to Impact. Um, Thank you. Uh, welcome to the family, I would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have you. a very specific question to ask you because you were defined as the 401 pound beamers. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it a, Do you feel it is. Can be. Do, sorry, my budget. Um, okay. Isn't it an issue for you to be defined because of your weight? Because of your of your size, and most importantly, uh, for, for your career, my God, tonight, <laughs> um, for your career, have you ever suffered from any kind of discrimination because of that? I think it's very important uh, uh, to talk about that because uh, you are curvy, and well, <laughs> should not be a problem. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I would call it discrimination. I mean, I guess it depends on, you know, who you ask. But I've, I've definitely in the past have been in locker rooms where I wrestle people for the first time and I, I can just tell they're judging me, you know, by the way I look and they think I'm going to be a certain way in the ring where I'm going to be slow or I'll get tired easily or they are just basically not an athlete. And um, the best part about that is, is that, once the bell rings and we get in the ring, their perception of me changes right away. Because what, what, you know, who I am, what I do in the ring, um, you know, I just, there's not a lot of people that can do that. Uh, so I, you know, that's, that's really the biggest thing. I, I can tell people like to judge a book by its cover. And I think that, you know, once they, you know, from bell to bell, they find out that's a totally different story. They find out who I really am as an athlete and a performer. That's great. Thank you for the question. Stephanie, I think that's the first time on the Press Pass podcast we've ever heard the word 
curvy used. <laughs> I'm curvy, man. <laughs> you know, uh, Ross, if, if you allow me, uh, in France, in my country, really define people uh, like AC, um, really like fat. And I hate this word because you can't be, you can be 401 pounds and being great. Um, so I prefer the word curvy. The good thing, the good thing too, is that even like from, from a fan, from fan aspect, like I've got, I've, n- I've never, I've never got like a, a negative reaction, you know, to my knowledge as far as, you know, once people, people might see me come out, you know, live, live in the ring, you know, and they see what I look like. They're like, Oh man, what's this guy going to do? He's a big guy. You know, he's, you know, he's quote unquote curvy. Uh, he might not be good, but again, I get out there, I do my thing, and like I, you know, have the place going, you know, place going nuts by the end of it. No, and uh, I mean, for me, uh, if you feel good the way you are, perfect. So thank great. Thank you. Well, I think it's safe to say, you know, yes, he he uh, he's curvy. Uh, but the agility he brings to the ring is certainly a, uh, a, a perhaps a surprise to some, but people see that very quickly when he, he's uh, in the ring. Uh, AC, talk about the agility you, you bring as a big guy in the ring. Yeah, man, I've always kind of like had it. It's never really been like a struggle to, you know, you know, move around in, 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 sense, in some sense. Like I fluctuated, I fluctuated, you know, with my weight, you know, here and there throughout my career. Uh, but the agility for some reason has always been there. Even on day one, like I was, I've always been a big guy, you know, I day one wrestling practice, like, uh, getting the ring and I'm hitting the ropes, doing bumps, getting up, like, and just as good as, you know, some of the guys who are, you know, in shape or have abs or smaller than me, like, it's just something I've always had. We've got an email question that came in from Paulie T. He's talking about the the move at uh, Bound for Glory when you flew off the 10-foot ladder through a table. Yeah. How bad did it hurt? That's all he wants to know is how bad did it hurt? I mean, he saw it. You saw it. Everybody in Chicago saw it. Uh, (laughs) People around the world saw it. You know, it it, it was a... it was a struggle to get up the ladder in the first place because not that it was hard to climb it, but I I'm scared of heights and being as big as I am climbing up there, you know, the ladder shaking, I'm sweating, you know, I'm trying to go for that title and falling from that height. Like I, it was like slow motion. It was like timber. And then it was like slow motion, no sound, no sound. And wham. And then it just impact, and I just came. I just came. I don't know. I didn't feel anything when I when it happened. Um, you know, nothing. I didn't feel like anything broke or anything. But um, you know, I was pretty. I was limping when I was walking out of there. Like once my adrenaline came down, um, you know, I was limping for, for a couple of weeks. My back, my ankle. I was pretty messed up. The adrenaline's a crazy thing. You know, a clarification for everybody: those are ten foot ladders. I know that person because I got those ladders to the Odium that 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 uh, weekend. Ten foot ladders, and you're going a pretty good distance at 401 pounds. 
you know, get the velocity, the impact. Like it was like land, it was crash land, and it's like all systems check. Like I, I gotta, you know, figure out what's going on. Everything okay? Um, and then kind of snap back to reality, and it's just like, wow, I, I'm gonna be in a lot of pain in probably like 20 minutes. Um, so the initial impact, you know, I, I can take a good, you know, take a good beating or a good fall, but afterwards, I was I was pretty hurt for about two weeks. Ice bags, head to toe? Yeah, pretty much. All right. Hey, Ross. Uh, Riju from Sotskira in India. It's been a while. Uh, Hi, Riju. We missed you. <laughs> yeah, uh, likewise. Uh, so if Josh is around, I'd like to begin with asking when he's coming to India. Uh, he's already on a plane. He's left this call and is uh, on his way to the airport. <laughs> so hopefully you can meet him. Uh, he prefers... Uh, flowers and chocolates at the airport. Uh, I'll say that's about all he, he, he would need. But you can go on with your question for uh, AC. Absolutely. Uh, so I just want to ask, when you were on top of the ladder and you were in front of the whole Bound for Glory audience, what thoughts went through your mind? And secondly, uh, do you think a spot like that is necessary for you to make a name in the business? Um, well, what, so what went to my mind as I was climbing is once you get to that height, when you, cause you have the lights on the ring, right? So you, you right. can't really see, you can't really see when you're in the ring, you can't really see the fans. Once you climb, you get about eight feet, 10 feet. Now you're kind of above the lights. I could just see the entire, uh, entire arena stand up. It was like a weird energy. Uh, and as soon as I fell, just like silence. But, uh, you know, things like that, uh, going, you know, it's my debut, Bound for Glory, biggest night of the year. Uh, you know, you, you got to take some risks. And you got to make people talk, you know. Obviously, people are talking about it, and that's a good thing. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello, this is uh, Carlos from Indie Pro Wrestling, IndiePW.com. How are you doing today, Ace? What's up, man? How are you doing? Pretty good. Uh, so I have a two-part question. What are people's general reaction when you let them know that you're a professional wrestler? And what do you think about Impact Wrestling now being on Nexus TV? What are some goals you have now that you're on the national uh, level? Man, when I tell people I'm a professional wrestler, the first thing they say is, like, Hulk Hogan? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> so I have to explain that, but then, uh, you know, act, being on access is awesome. Like, I, I think, I think not, not a better time in the wrestling business for, uh, impact to be on access TV. They already play wrestling already, new Japan and, uh, and wow, I think it's just a good spot for us. A lot of people get to watch it. And I think people are going to be really impressed of what impacts going to bring to the table. And I'm so lucky and humbled to be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. So much content absolutely. out there. And uh, thank you for your time. Hey, thanks for the question, man. AC, what do you want to do? You want to do a domestic call next or you want to go international? We'll stay, we'll stay domestic. Yeah, that's fine. Either way. Hey, AC, it's James Walsh from the Wrestling Epicenter. Pleasure to talk to you today. Hey, man, how are you doing? 
I'm doing great. I'm doing great. So in doing my research before I got a chance to speak with you, I saw that at the New York tapings, which sounded like they were a lot of fun, you're facing Joey Ryan in one of those matches. And the last guy I interviewed from Impact was Ken Shamrock, who made a lot of headlines when he faced Joey Ryan. What is your take on wrestling Joey Ryan? And do you understand the controversy that comes along with it? Oh, man. My first thought is you got to stay away from the gimmick. And you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm not trying to touch it, you know. Uh, no, but I here's the thing. I I love Joey. I love what Joey does. It's not it's not it's not what he does. It's what the 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 reaction he's getting. So I'm all I'm always all for like not necessarily not necessarily falling off the ladder, but if it's gonna get a good reaction, the fans love it. I, I think whatever whatever is happening in the ring and it's getting a reaction, I think that's the, that's the way to go. All right. But, so, no, so so no con- no controversy on my end. I, I love I love anything that's gonna get people talking and that the fans enjoy. All right. It's good to see a guy that's out there. I'm glad I got to ask you a question that wasn't about your weight, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. All right. Thanks, guys. James, uh, curvy is in these days, so you can use that term. Awesome. Curvy. That works. Curvy. All right. AC, we're going to go to an email question that came over from Sam Tarasco. Uh, We've answered the first part of his question, but the second part is kind of interesting. From the past, which big guys would you like to face, have faced? Which big guys from the past? Definitely Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, Yokozuna, um, I've always, as a kid, wanted to face the Undertaker. He's uh, a big man, you know. He's a giant. Um, but the top two definitely be Yokozuna, um, Bam Bam Bigelow, and and also um, someone who I've uh, came in close contact in recent years, Rikishi. Great talent. What's going on, ACL? You man, Andrew Thompson of Post Wrestling here. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? How you doing? Um, so, firstly, I want to ask you, uh, what, what were some of the characteristics about Impact Wrestling um, that backed your decision to sign with the company? The locker room, first and foremost. The locker room is so talented. Um, this is, you know, they're the best bar none, I think. Um, out of any you know television company out there, locker room is so good, and um, I know a lot of the guys and girls in the locker room. Um, so just talent alone, I wanted to share a locker room with that because it's also a place for me to get better and and work and be with the people who are who are who are killing it on a consistent basis, and you know bring what I have to bring to the table and and work with them. The, the locker room is is by, by far the best, I think. And saying, uh, lastly here, uh, next week, you'll actually be facing fellow Impact star Josh Alexander for the AAW uh, heavyweight title. Have you two had the opportunity to talk about your match, and why, why do you think uh, so many wrestlers speak so highly of the, the AAW promotion? Um, I have actually haven't talked to Josh. Um, I've seen him at, you know, obviously the Impact. I haven't talked about the match or anything like that. Um, we have never wrestled before, so I, I'm very excited for it. Um, it's, I think it's going to be really good. And uh, as far as AAW goes, uh, it's, I, the, 
it's just I think for me it's Chicago, man. The AEW puts on they put on the best shows with the best talent, and the crowd is awesome. And I, the AEW is one of the one of my favorite promotions to work for on the independents. All right, thank you for your time, man. Hey, thanks, man. Hey, Aces, as we're talking about Chicago, uh, we always get this uh, direction, but uh, what about uh, Chicago pizza? Haven't had it. What do you mean you've never had Chicago deep dish pizza? Never, never had it. <laughs> wow. You know, we had a bunch uh, backstage at uh, Bound for Glory afterward. Oh, no, yeah, I, uh, I stayed away. Uh, you know, I'm watching my girlish figure, so uh, <laughs> it's, cur- away. it's curvy. Like my curvy figure, uh, but no, I, I've heard. Obviously, I've heard good things, but uh, maybe eventually I'll I'll get an opportunity to try some Chicago pizza. All right, next time you're in town, let me know and uh, let me get you some uh, good Lou Malnati's pizza. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, see, this is Nick Houseman from Wrestling Inc. Thanks so much for taking the time today. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, uh, well, I'm here in Chicago as well, um, and uh, awesome. I thought that was a nice lead-in. Um, you, uh, you've gone viral uh, with your pounce and chucking people out of the ring. Uh, I just kind of want to talk yeah. to you, get your take on, you know, what have you learned from the experience of going viral and, and how important that is in today's pro wrestling scene? <sighs> it's a crazy, crazy thing. Like, I would never think in my career that I would go quote-unquote viral and like it's one of those things like you can get you know you can have an awesome match in wrestling and people can talk about it in the wrestling world but when you do something in wrestling or anything and everybody is talking about it every major news outlet anybody you can think of is talking about it it's pretty overwhelming but you know it's one of those things that happens and if it happens if you're i consider myself lucky because it's it definitely helped my career a lot. Cool. And I uh, just wanted to follow up also about uh, the impact contract. When you got, when you got offered the contract at all glory uh, and you signed it, like, did you, did you review it in the ring or do you review it in the back and sign it? Like, I don't know. It just got thrown at you there. I didn't know if you just, just signed it uh, on the spot and, without even it. thinking. About it. Uh, Scott told me to trust him. And so I trust him. I signed my life away. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Wow. Okay, cool. All right. Well, that's all I've got. Thank you so much, AC. Hey, yeah, a, a, a quick follow-up on uh, some of the stuff Nick was throwing at you. AC, I want to ask you about uh, Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's one another thing, too. Like, it was just crazy how, like, celebrities are just, you know, posting my, my, my GIF of uh, the pounce. It's, like, ooh, it's mind-blowing that I've never met these people, but these people – some like they know that I exist. Like my my likeness, my body, they know that I exist somewhere on this earth. So I think that's pretty cool. Tell tell us about what happened there with uh, Jamie Foxx. Uh he just he 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 uh he posted the video on his Instagram and then someone tagged me in and I looked at it, it had like it was he posted like hours prior and it had over a million views and I'm like, What what? This is insane. Um it's just uh, one of those things, man. It's hard to hard to explain. I was blown away by it. All right. Well, we're going to go to a question that came in. Boy, I'm going to mispronounce this guy's name. Mike Owusu. How do you pronounce that? O-W-U-S-U. 
I'm not sure, but a uh, very interesting question uh, for you, AC. What are your thoughts on intergender wrestling, and are there any knockouts you think you could tear it up with? I think intergender wrestling is cool, to be honest. I think it's, I think it's its own own art form. Uh, I think there are very there are a lot of uh, very talented and strong female uh, women in professional wrestling, and they're getting their chance to go head to head with men. And I think it puts on a great great show. Um, as far as the knockouts. Uh, I think that I could have, I think uh, me, myself and Jessica Havoc could tear it down and do something crazy if that if the opportunity ever came up. Certainly would have to agree with you. You and uh, Havoc would be a very interesting match. Uh, yeah. There's a couple of them in the uh, at Knockouts locker room that could be uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jordan Grace would be another one. Tessa would be another one. I was certainly leaning towards Jordan. I didn't want to throw it at you immediately, but uh, uh, her power is certainly something that you would have to contend with. You think she could slam me? Well, you're putting me on the spot now. I'll say yes. (laughs) I've seen her do these uh, handstand push-ups that I can't do. Uh, So, yeah, I'm going to say she can slam you. Yeah, she does push-ups and squats in her entrance. Um, she's She's pretty strong, I bet. You think she could slam you? I'll throw it back at you. Ooh, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty curvy, as they say. Well, let's see if he's still here. We'll have one final vote. Nick, Nick, are you still there? I'm right here, Ross. What do you need? Yes or no? Can Jordan Grace slam AC Romero? I'm not going to tell Jordan Grace she can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tell her that either. <laughs> So it's a yes or no. I, you know, you didn't answer the question. I unequivocally, I unequivocally think Jordan Grace could slam AC Romero, and I would say nothing otherwise to her face or behind her back. You're a smart man, Nick. <laughs> Thank you. Try. Hey, uh, Video from Sportskeeda again. I had a quick follow-up. Uh, I mean, and this goes with what we, uh, what you guys were just discussing. What do you think of Tessa Blanchard uh, potentially becoming the world champion of Impact Wrestling? Uh, I think that would be history making. It would be it would be the first time ever. It would be I think uh, news headlines would go crazy over it. And I think if there was right now, as we stand say, a female female wrestler to do it, I think it, I think it could be Tessa Blanchard. Uh, okay, and one quick follow-up. Uh, you also shared your name, in a sense, with Ace Austin. Do you think uh, there's the potential of a feud in that sense? <laughs> there can only be one. There can only be one true Ace. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Uh, well, time will tell, I guess. Okay, so, thank you. So, so Riju, consensus that Jordan Grace can slam AC Romero? I will have to agree with Nick. You do not uh, disagree. With, I, I mean, Jordan Grace can do anything. Smart person. Let me throw you two other names. What, you just mentioned Tessa. Could Tessa slam AC Romero? Absolutely. <laughs> what about Ace Austin? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> These are difficult questions. All right. Well, you go with two out of three. All right. I see where you're going then. That's... <laughs> 
Yeah, Miss Kirby on the phone again. Stephanie from Searcher Magazine. I think Kirby will be the word of the day. <laughs> but um, so there, there's nothing bad with me saying that. Trust me. Um, it's even more uh, a profound respect. Um, were you watching Impact when you were younger? Uh, where the rest of you uh, you appreciated, um, and what company appealing uh, to you at that time when you were starting to train to become a wrestler? Oh man, I was always a big fan of uh, Snow Joe. You know, he's a, he's a fellow big man. Uh, things he could do uh, for his size were incredible. Um, Abyss was another one. Abyss, I I always loved you know the big monsters and, and he was he was insane. Um, yeah, I, I watched Impact when I first started training in the business. Um, it was right around the time um, when my favorite angle ever in Impact Wrestling happened. It was the Aces and Eights. Mhm. And I will, um, how have you been welcomed? Uh, by the the locker room because uh, this contract signing was like a dream come true and was like a golden ticket. Um, so were you welcomed by the? Have you been welcomed by the the wrestlers and everybody in the locker room? I I was I I was welcomed with open arms. Um, at the same time though, I'm you know. I'm not naive by any sense. I'm the new guy. I'm also the new big guy. So uh, already, I you know, I used to feel my guy a target on my back. Um, but for the most part, everyone was cool. No, everyone was cool. But I'm just you know, not naive because I know I know what when it comes time to the get down to business, people are gonna come come after me uh, full force. Mm-hmm. Hey, see, we got a question that just came in from Justin Grant, kind of a follow-up on some of the stuff that uh, Stephanie was asking you there. Uh, what and who were some of the influences that helped you form your moveset? Uh, man, my moves, like, it, it, I have a really interesting moveset because I, I feel like I don't have a lot of moves. I, I, do, a lot of, I do a few power things, you know, I... I do the black wool slam, you know, obviously that's pay homage to Abyss and um, do the pounce, you know, Monty Brown was, was a guy I like to watch back in the day. Um, but uh, what was the rest of that question? I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, who and what uh, helped influence your moveset? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was going to a point. So, you know, my moveset, you know, I, like I said, the black hole slam, the pounce. Um, I feel like I'm more of a defensive player. I like to see what people are doing in the ring, and I try to play off them. So, you know, I, I watch what they're doing in the ring, and when, it's, you know, it's my time to take my shot, I'll do it. 
So I, you know, I, I'm, I'm always reading other person first. So like, I don't have a, I don't have a lot of moves in my arsenal. Like I, I do the, I do the, you know, the clothesline from hell, you know, the JPL got some big power moves in there, but I'm also watching the guys doing in the ring to, to, you know, make my next move. righty. Well, AC, we appreciate your time very much. Uh, we'll wrap it up. I know you told me you in advance, your, your time was pretty limited today. Uh, I do want to ask you though, uh, Thanksgiving, what, uh, what a what are you thankful for and what uh what do you do for thanksgiving i'm so thankful for my family uh first and foremost um i don't get to see them that often um last year um i did not get to go home for thanksgiving um so i'm thankful for my family and this this year i get to go home and i can't wait to see my family that's the biggest thing pumpkin pie yes no uh, I'm not really a big pumpkin pie fan. Really? Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a fun dinner when you come back to Chicago. We'll have some pizza and pumpkin pie. <laughs> I look forward to it. All right. Uh, give you the floor here for a final thought. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, your thoughts. Uh, welcome to impact. And hey, man, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you guys. You know, you have me on here. Uh, you guys can follow me at, at the AC Romero. And you guys can watch me every Tuesday night on Access Impact Wrestling. I appreciate it, man. Perfect. You got it, AC Romero. Thank you very much. Media, I appreciate you guys calling in. And, uh, yes, as people have asked me and emailed and texted, uh, we are going to do the press pass way more often than we had. Uh, we had a little break there, but we will be back uh, possibly Tuesday, Wednesday next week. So uh, stay tuned. I'll email you uh, information about that. AC, have a good weekend. Thanks so much, Ross. Appreciate it. You got it.